0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Lydia House. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year!
1: 2021.
0: Hi, everybody, at the ranch in the basement. Good to see you. 2021. Finally, right. 2020 kind of felt like a long year. We were reflecting on it last night as a family and talking about some of the not as fun stuff that we want to leave behind and some of the good stuff that we want to celebrate. And we all agreed it felt like a kind of a long year. So it's been a long time coming, but it's 2021, guys. Yay! We're excited. Hopefully you're excited too. And we're going to spend some time today doing that and reflecting and looking forward to the new year and seeking individually as families, as a church, what is it that God has in store for us in this new year? And I think that's an important thing to do. That's something that the church historically has done since the beginning, I think, as uh, we look forward to what's gonna happen and remind ourselves that Jesus is coming soon. We don't know when that is, but that is a truth that the Lord wants us to keep on our hearts, to remember that this life just isn't about what we do On a day-to-day basis, we need to think about the future and think about the fact that Jesus is coming, and we are charged with expanding his kingdom and preaching the gospel and making disciples between this day and that day, whenever that is. And so keeping all that in mind, uh, please join me in prayer as we start our service today. Father God, we thank you for this past year, and we thank you for the coming year and everything that you're going to do. And we look forward to this year, in hope that you are gonna do some amazing things that we maybe didn't expect, that we maybe don't see answers for now, but that you're gonna bring solutions. And we look forward in faith that you are going to continue to walk with us and guide us to comfort us to provide for us, and to bring us closer to yourself, to make us look more and more like Jesus. We thank you for that, in Jesus' name. Amen. And not a lot of announcements today. Hopefully everybody had some good time with the fam, either in person or on Zoom, but hopefully we got to see each other a little bit. We That was one of the things we reflected was difficult about 2020 was not being able to see people as much, especially over the last couple of weeks. And so hopefully you are able to move forward in a positive way like we are trying to do. And did anybody else have anything to share in this side of the family or side of the church? The our house side of the church? No, the kids are mute today, so that's okay. So thank you for coming and joining us this morning. And before we get into worship, which Paul and Karen are gonna lead over at the house, I wanted us to pray again just to prepare our hearts for that and to confess uh, and receive forgiveness from the Lord. So let's take a moment just to confess anything that we have done or anything that we have left undone. Let's move into the new year with a clean slate. Amen? So let's take a moment silently just to confess and bring those things to the Lord. And Father, we receive your forgiveness as we confess our sins. You are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we receive your forgiveness in Jesus' name. And let's just empty out our hearts and our minds now before we go into worship. Anything that is weighing heavily on you, concerns or worries about what's going on, in your life, in your family, in the world, in this country, Let's set all those things down for the next hour or so so that we can focus on the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. And Lord, we ask you that you would help us to do that now. Yes, Lord. And let bless our thanks to you for this last year, for everything that you did in our lives, and our thanks for what you're doing right now, including the things that we don't even realize or don't even think about. One of our resolutions for this year can be to become more grateful people. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to do that this year. And Lord, we speak to anyone who needs healing this morning, physically, mentally, emotionally, we pray, be healed in Jesus' name. And I encourage you, if you're there in the basement, before you leave today, ask somebody to pray for you uh, to be healed. And continue to reach out with all those kind of prayer requests to us so that we can continue to pray for you as well. So let's worship the Lord. Paul and Karen, thank you for leading us today. <laughs>
1: Hey, before we miss that screen, I want you to look at that screen up there. Nate and I work together. I love working with Nate. Nate's a leader, but he's a father. Do you see that? He's got three kids there, and he's also a husband. He's got a wife. I love to see you together. We've seen you together all this Christmas season, and it's wonderful. Your family participates with you. He does ministry, and they do ministry. It's so wonderful to see that. So. I uh, yeah. I love that picture. Hallelujah. And I love this song. You can sit, you can stand, but you can go tell it. All right. That's what we're going to sing about. Go tell it on the mountain. That's right. Did you notice that this year, people were not saying Merry Christmas as much? They were starting to say Happy Holidays much more. The time will come when it's illegal to say Merry Christmas. You watch. And uh, so say it all you can, and keep saying it when they make it illegal, too. <laughs> Why don't Don't you go, tell it on the mountain, over the the hills and everywhere. everywhere. Why don't you go, tell it on the mountain that that Jesus Jesus Christ Christ is born. born. While shepherds kept their watching or silent silent flocks by by night. night. Behold, Behold, throughout the heavens there's shown a holy light. why don't you go tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere why don't you go tell it on the mountain that jesus christ is born the shepherds feared and trembled when two above the earth out the, the angel, angel chorus, chorus that, that hailed the, the Savior's, Savior's birth. birth. Why don't you go, tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere, why don't you go, tell, tell it, you on go. it on, on the, mountain, mountain, the mountain, 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 that Jesus Christ is born. Down in a lowly manger The humble Christ Christ was born And God God sent us salvation That blessed Christmas morn Why don't you go? Tell it on the mountain Ooh, over the hills and everywhere Why don't you go, tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Why don't you go, tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Why don't you go, tell it on the mountain Ah, uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ is born. Is born. Yes. Hallelujah. Tell it, folks. Yeah. Tell it. It's about Jesus. It is. It's about a savior. It's about redemption. Right. It's about what we can't mm. do and what God did on our behalf. Yeah. That's the gospel. It's not good advice. It's good news. And so we sing this wonderful hymn about the shepherds. I'm not the shepherds, uh, the wise men. I can't get over it. I keep reading it. I love to read about these men from the east who came at least 800 miles. If they're from Persia, it was more. If they're from Babylon, it was 800 miles around the fertile crescent, came. And what did they do? What did they come to do? They're gentiles, most likely. They came to worship. worship. My, if people who don't even know it, who, who are getting inclination from a star, are willing to come and bow the knee. My, we should have our knees bowed all the time, shouldn't we? We're worshiping. As with, with gladness, gladness men of old, did the guiding, guiding star be old. behold as with joy they held its light leading onward beaming bright so most gracious god may we evermore be led by thee as with joyful steps they sped
2: Savior to thy lowly bed there to bend the knee before thee whom heaven
1: and earth adore so may we with whirling feet
2: ever seek
1: thy mercy seat as they sins alone All our costless treasures bring, amen, Christ, Christ to the our heavenly, heavenly King. King Here's our prayer Holy, Holy Jesus, Jesus, every day Keep us in, in the narrow, narrow way And when earthly things are past our ransomed souls at last, where they need no star to guide, where no clouds thy glory. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. This song was written by a phenomenal. Singer, gospel singer, gospel writer. Anybody you know? Anybody? uh, Know who wrote this song? Bless the Lord. Henri Crouch. Crouch. He died not too long ago, but uh, what a gifted, powerful preacher of the gospel through music. This is one of the songs he wrote. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Sing it again. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all. Done great. great things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has done great things. On. just keep it in front of us we bless, you, Lord. We, bless we bless your name we bless your name We proclaim salvation. We thank you for loving us. Oh pour out your spirit today on us pour out your spirit upon us O oh Lord pour out your spirit We' just saying you have done great things. Name a couple of them. Just, just different ones. If you if you say it loud enough, it'll pick up on the mic.
2: You're faithful. You saved
1: me from my sin.
2: Grace. Oh, my Amen. Lord.
1: He keeps pouring down his blessings day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. He just keeps it coming.
3: Riches of your kindness.
2: Yes, yes. Riches of your kindness. Lord, you heal the sick, you make the blind to see, You're- you deliver
1: the captives and may we see much more of that in the new year in 2021 let's say let's ask for more yes yes
2: Jesus
1: oh bless the Lord
2: that comes from Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, all that is within me. Continue to read the rest of that and you'll be blessed even more.
1: I thought you were going to say, do you know what I thought you were going to say? Bless. You about your grandma? Yes. Yes. yes.
2: Paul's, Paul's grandmother who was Norwegian and her name was Berit. No, Berget. Berget. No, I get it right. And she would she had that memorized, Mom. You know how all of you uh, and and we want to be the same in memorizing scriptures, but she she would come into the room and she would say, "Oh, bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, all oh, that is within me, bless His holy." Yeah, and it yeah. meant so much. Yeah, she just—you did good said at that, it. honey. You did, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And we but, got it
1: on tape now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And,
2: and I'm not making fun of that. Maybe she heard I it. I love accents. Yeah. And, and she had it from her soul. She oh, said it. it
1: was down there. Yeah. Okay. Next song. Oh God, or help. Powerful song. It's a good song to sing in the, in the new year. Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter. exiles, the Bible says. We're fugitives. This is not our home. This is not where we're landing. Our home is getting ready for us. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place. That's our home. That's what we're getting ready for. We're getting ready for that eternal home. In the meantime, we want to take some people with us, don't we? We want to get the word out. Go tell it on the mountain. Tell it on the sea. Tell it where you can. We want to put that word out to our neighbors, to people who come against us. Jesus is Lord. So we'll sing this. We sang it once last week, and we'll sing it again now about the one who was born Savior and whose shoulders will carry the government. Unto Unto us a a child hath been been born. born Unto us a son hath been given, The government shall be upon his shoulders, The government shall be upon his shoulders, And his name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, The Mighty God, The Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. What about his government? There will be no end to his government. There will be no end to The throne of David and his kingdom, to establish it with justice and righteousness, and his name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father the Prince of Peace, And how long will that last? From this time forth and forevermore. From this time forth and forevermore. Forth and forevermore. How will it be accomplished? The deal of the Lord of Hosts will do love the Lord of hosts will do this, and his name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince. Amen and hallelujah. Yeah, let's clap. Amen and hallelujah. Wow. So wonderful. Mm-hmm. Blessed Christmas and happy new year to you. Right in the front row is my blessed mother-in-law. Yay. Yay. We love you. We love you Margaret. Lydia House loves you, and Margaret asks sometimes where Phil is. And we tell her that Phil has gone ahead of her, that Phil is in heaven. And the other day I said, and he's waiting for you. And she said, good. (laughs) So of course it's hard. Of course it's hard. I was going to say that when I saw you back there. Come around here. Make it easy on yourself. Hi, kids. We haven't seen you. It's so good to see you. That's a cool shirt you got there, Gideon. Man, oh, man. Hey, would you could you come over here and show us? You, come on, oh, both of you. You have Christmas colors on? Yeah, look at this. Come on. He's got his Bible here. And you got a you got a beautiful red dress, man. What does this say on it? Minnesota Wild. Oh wow. Okay. Hey, we might not see you afterwards. Just tell your mom and dad to come over here too. Yeah. We'll see the whole family all together. At least most some of it, most of it. Three out of five. Three out of five. Good to see you. Okay. I'll be careful. I'll I'll hug this way. Okay. Mmm. Good to see you. Yeah. Okay. Glad you're here. We're glad to be here. Yeah. Are you preaching today? Are you ready to preach today? If he's got words, he'll preach. He's ready. Okay. I'll tell you, if, if the Lord speaks to you, you're welcome to come here and share. Oh. Oh. He did? Yeah. Yeah. Go for
3: it. So we have a we have a Bible verse. It's um it's like this, and it's from a kid Bible. Okay. Okay. It's it says I can do everything with the help of Christ who gives me strength I need. Philippines four thirteen.
1: Wow! Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. You remember that when you're my age? Because you, it's true, Gideon. We, you can do. You can do it. Yeah. We can tell you're you're gonna you're gonna do it, right? Yeah. Gideon, I can do all things. Oh, he strengthens yeah. me? Man, I wanna I wanna get some of his his messages on. I'll record it. Uh, that guy can preach. Mm. So I'm so thankful uh, w- with Phil's departure that she is she's understanding it. And thank you, Lydia House, for your kindness, for your love to us, for the food, for the uh, uh, kindness, for for gifts, for words of sympathy. We're grateful. I love Lydia House. I love being in this place and uh, for you that aren't here you're here you're here you're with us we're worshiping together it's wonderful to be together either in person or by Zoom and uh, so I pray that it'll be a good year for you I I don't think it'll be a good year for America frankly I think it'll be a really tough year I think it'll be I think it could be tougher than 2020. mean, 2021, I mean, toughen up people, it could get tougher. I heard something just this morning from from Tim about some things that uh, could come down from the government that are, are being tried, and uh, it's it's not a good thing. So I don't say that to scare you. I say that simply to inform you so that you're ready to be the people of God, so that the church can rise up and and uh, be the church. And I sent you out something I understand. And Could it be busier than it is now for some of you? And so probably some of you didn't get to it. I just talked about New Year's resolutions and whether they could work or not. Of course they can, but their, the ability for them to work depends on a few things, and I shared some of those. If you didn't get a chance to read it, when you get home, read it. I won't be, I'll be maybe referring to it a little bit, but uh, I'm going to share about five truths regarding change. Five of them. We change our clothes. Can we change our habits? Can we change our habits as, as, as easily, no. unknowingly? People set high goals for 2021, and then by Valentine's Day, they've disappeared. It's a tricky thing. And so I want to say five things about change. Number one, we can't. Mm -hmm. Say it. This is the Word of God. I'm reading from Romans 7. Here was a great man who said... I do not understand my own actions. Here's Romans 7:15. For I do not do what I want, whoa, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. He's not coming against the law. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin which dwells within me. So he, he keeps on going. It doesn't get any better. Uh, his last verse of verse 7 First of chapter seven. So then, I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Change is hard. Like the guy who smoked, he said, "Hey, I can give up cigarettes. It's easy. I've done it fifty times." So, it's a hard thing to change. So we start with that. When we talk about New Year's resolutions, let's start with the reality that we cannot change. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. God can change us. I'm going to read now, just going the next chapter, chapter 8. Listen to this. For God has done, say done. The law says do. The gospel says done been done. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. Listen to this scripture now. In order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled, not by us, in us. They're fulfilled in us. Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Hallelujah. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. So as we do that, the word, the will of God is fulfilled in us. So we can't change, but God changes us. Through the Holy Spirit working in us, that's really good news. Phil, your husband used to say this often, and you'll, you shake your head if you heard him say this many times, I did, he said, "I can't. You can. Please help me. Right? Yeah. Did he say that once or twice? Or I can. You can. Please help me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She, you got it right. So we need to keep saying that when we're when we're setting these resolutions, realizing you can't, you can't fulfill them. However, the good news is that God works them in there. I love this uh, passage and. Philippians two. Larry was he quote? I, he was probably quoting that when we were on the phone. We were we were with with Larry and the gals were with Carrie, and uh, here he said it. It sounds like it's it's a pretty tough verse. It starts out this way: work out your own salvation with fear and yeah. trembling. Then what's the next part? For. For yeah, he's working in us. To will and to work. He gives us the desire and the ability to pull it off. I'll do some resolutions with that in mind. That God is at work within me, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. I love it. The gospel says, done. The law says, do. Points to it, Said, you do. And we point to the cross and said, done. It's finished. That's it's done. Salvation has been won. I claim it, I lay hold on it. And in that, I might want to write my resolutions a little differently. God, I'm asking you to work in me discipline exercise this year. Or God, I'm believing you to help me in my study of the scripture or in my reading of books. God, I'm trusting you for this assignment that it's difficult for me to fulfill. And so you put them in a way that it's really trust that you're believing in God to fulfill them in your life. And then by Valentine's Day, you haven't thrown them away for something a little easier. You're still saying, hey, he's working it. Something good is happening. So what was the first point? I I can't. Second? He can. Third, this is an important one regret is not the same as repentance. Think about it now. How are they different? I was at a track meet at Concordia, and a guy was running that lived in this home, came from another country, lived in our home for a year, good runner. And he ran uh, the second or third leg of a four-man run. And he was as he was passing the baton, he passed it poorly. And it was dropped. And of course, the race is over. They lost. He ran very well. He was fast. He dropped the baton. I watched him from a distance. I was about 100 yards away. And I saw him get mad and uh, disgusted and Regretting, of course he regretted what he did. But I didn't see that attitude turn so that he would have been able to go to his fellow trackmen and say, hey, I blew it. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I blew it. He actually got kind of a sarcastic attitude toward track. And he uh, put it down, and I, I was very sad for him. I tried to talk to him. Regret is a terrible emotion. Now there are sometimes you can say, I re- I regret that I can't be there. You know, I can't I can't be at that wedding. I regret that I can't make it. That's okay. I mean, you're not repenting. You don't have to repent for it. But sometimes people are regretting when they need to be repenting. Mm-hmm. He needed repentance there. That could have turned it around and allowed him the freedom then to keep running and to develop his skills. But somehow he got cynical. Regret is not a good emotion. Regret doesn't doesn't lead you in a place where change, when you start start, um, just regretting. Peter repented. Judas regretted. He did not go the full way. Had he repented, he could have been forgiven. He died a terrible, ugly death. He didn't know about, well, he wasn't really willing to, to go the whole way. Repentance keeps us from concentrating on our failure because repentance takes us to the cross. Where we look to the cross, we say, I'm sorry, I asked you to forgive me and release me. So when we miss when we when we're trying to fulfill our resolutions and things that we've promised to people and we don't fulfill them which we won't always then we simply need repentance which changes our heart. We look to the cross where it's been done for us and we're we're cleansed, we're healed. Number 3. Okay. I can't he can, I need to repent, not, not regret. Fourth, friends help us change. Think about it. You have friends that can help you. I do too. I have friends that can help me change. Take advantage of that. Why does the Bible have 59 one another's? You know what I mean when I say one another's? Love one another, serve one another, outdo one another, care for one another, be kind to one another. There are so many one another's because this is a relationship. God is a relational God. He is a relational God for sure. He wants us to connect with His kids. There are our brothers and sisters. And so, here, listen to this command not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the habit of some, but exhorting one another while it is still called today. Is it still today? Yes. It's today. Today is today. Okay, then, so we keep exhorting one another while as long as it's today. That's an interesting passage. As long as it's called today. Yes, yes. Listen to this. Paul writes, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. I'm so helped by people who encourage me, who build me up, who strengthen me. That helps us with resolutions. So you don't have to keep them to yourself. You can tell your friends, Hey, I have decided that I'm going to get up 20 minutes earlier and I'm not going to read the newspaper. I'm not going to have my breakfast until I've read the scriptures. I heard Larry Alberts say, no Bible, no breakfast. That's a good one. No Bible, no breakfast. That's how he has lived his life. And I think there are a thousand others who do it the same way. That's a a great thing. I have found that walking in accountability, I'm accountable to my wife. But I have found that I have a friend, Gary, to whom I'm accountable. And in a way, that helps me as well. I'm not married to Gary, but we're, we work together. And I call him and say, "Will you pray for me. He prays for me. I pray for him. We walk in accountability. I encourage that. Friends, family, people close to you can help you with your resolutions. You're not on your own. Share them if you want to. Share them with somebody and say, hey, I have determined... That in 2021, I want to get in better shape. I want to do exercises. And so I want you to ask me every week how I'm doing. Or I'm going to read five chapters a day. Wow, really? Yeah, I, I am. Would you keep me accountable? Would you help me? Ask me anytime. How I'm, not anytime. Not at 3 a.m. Ask me, and I'll let you know how I'm doing. I want to be accountable to you. So friends can help us. That's the fourth thing. So we started out, I can't. God can. Regret is not repentance. Friends can help us change. And so we, we want friends. We need friends. And uh, by the way, did, did Esther get on today? Was she on the, on the call? Um, Good. We need to support her. And you share a little bit about what, she's, what her need is? No, no, then, not now, but then. then. Did you share with yes. the ladies? Yes. Good. Yes, so they, they know what she's dealing with, and, and he needs to know too, so yes. that he can. I'll tell you afterwards. I just want, want to share with you. Uh, when people struggle, we want to stand with them, of course. We want to help them. We want to help them be successful, we want to help them with their needs. You let us know when there are things that you're struggling with because we want to help one another. I I love to see uh, people from Lydia House doing it. I look out and I see people who are helping to make that happen. The final thing with regard to resolutions is simply that we understand there's a rhythm of life that God has given us. It's it's a natural rhythm. The sun also rises. That's a rhythm. And I find it personally helpful when I go to bed at night to take a moment. Last night, I didn't go to sleep because I had my my paper over here, and my pen. I like it there because I lie down. Sometimes things come to me, as I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. So I'm getting ready for this message, just thinking about it. And I had to get up, or I lean over, at least six times and write things. It's a good time. When you lie down, you're relaxed to review.
2: That's from the scripture.
1: Do you have a scripture? Do you, do you?
2: From Deuteronomy.
1: Okay. Six. What?
2: Yes. Six. What, when you walk by the way. Uh-huh. When you uh, lie down. When okay. When you get up. Okay. To, to uh, think of the Lord. Yes. And, yes. You know, to teach your children, but also you are yes. doing this yourself. Yes. Gotcha. Good. Of the Lord, his thoughts, let, the, let, the, let scripture permeate your mind and your thoughts. Uh, first thing you get up, first, first thing when you're about to go to sleep, and, and then the Lord will also speak to you through your dreams, and, uh, or when you're writing with a piece of paper. <laughs> and I want to say
1: that my wife does that more than I do. She shares scripture with me almost every day. You do. She says, listen to this. I love that she loves the word of God, and she, uh, she shares scripture. I appreciate that. I love that, that uh, I, I thank God. I should thank you more often, but I thank God that I have a wife that loves the word of God. I love the word of God, and you share it with me more than I share with you. So I appreciate that, Karen. So I find bedtime, the cycle, it's a daily cycle. The sun rises, the sun sets, we go to bed. And as we go to bed, we can say, how did I do today, God? Anything, anything I should get ready for, for tomorrow? And I, I don't take a lot of time, but it's a good time. Sometimes I, I hear him speak to me. And then the weekly, this is a weekly habit. This is where we're together now not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. We're using it. We live in weekly compartments. We have weekends. We have time off. And that's wonderful. There's a rhythm about that. There's a rhythm in the month. It's written in nature, the, the full moon. Chodesh in Hebrew means full moon. So a month is when the full moon comes. And so Israel, they, they took the rhythm of nature and that was a part of how they lived. And then, as you know, they lived with the yearly calendar as well. It was very important to them. I was in Israel in the new year, which is in the fall. It comes after 10 days of hardcore, for them, regret. It it doesn't lead to repentance for most of them, but they're analyzing their life, 10 days of tough, examination, and then it ends with Yom Kippur, Day of Covering, Day of Atonement. <clears throat> One day it will be, and all Israel says will be saved. Romans 9 or 11. All Israel will be saved. So there will come a time when atonement comes to them, but it, it is for us. And so there's a, a, it's a good time to review, to step into the new year and say, okay, this is going to be different in this way. And by your grace, God, by your leading me, I'm gonna connect more with my neighbors. I'm gonna speak out more for you. I'm going to be more conscious of the needs of my family. I'm going, whatever you feel God called you to do, and uh, you write your resolutions with that in mind. So <clears throat> I sent out a worksheet. <clears throat> I don't know if that went out to everybody. Uh, Nay, did we send it to, send the worksheet to them or or no? I don't, I don't know that we sent that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you and then ask you with, with each one. I'm just gonna ask you to uh, do some reflecting. We'll take maybe five minutes on each. How are we how are we doing on time now? What where are we? Yeah, we got lots of time.
2: Actually, Psalm 4, uh, 3. Know uh, that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. When you are on your beds, actually verse 4, search mm-hmm. your hearts and be silent.
1: Okay, <laughs> so
2: I like that's it. that's a time, you I mean, know, commune with your hearts.
1: Yeah, your heart commune heart. with the heart on Psalm your bed. Psalm 4. Psalm 4. four. Commune and with your own heart on your bed. You yes, honey. Thank you. you. Okay, so I'm we're gonna take some time now for you to reflect. If you have if you need paper, we can give you paper. If you want to write some things down, you can write something down. But we're gonna take a few minutes on each section. So uh, I'm gonna go with the daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly, just like I talk now. So <clears throat> I'm gonna ask you some questions about daily, and then we're just gonna be quiet and however you want to do it. You can write. You can reflect. If you need paper, we'll get some. Do we have any paper in here? I don't know. Or in the back? Yeah, we got lots of paper here. And we've got pens and pencils if you if you need them. So I'll just, uh, anybody need any? OK. And here's, uh, would you mind just taking them back there? And, uh, uh, and so we're going to start with the daily part. <coughs> And I'm just going to ask you a few questions. And at, uh, you can do this at home as well, or wherever you are. So I'm going to ask you some daily questions. And then you just think about it and um, take, take about five minutes. <clears throat> so I'm asking you this. Do you need to make any changes in your daily routine? Any, any areas where you feel you need to make some changes in your daily routine? If so, what? Like when you go to bed or when you get up or when you will eat or what you will eat or when you'll have devotions or when you'll have exercise or time with your spouse or time with your family. Are there any habits that you can think of that that are good habits that you want to make stronger as a as part of your routine, or are there any habits that you're thinking, I'd like to get past this. So these are the daily things. When you, uh, when you hit the sack that, that you might be praying, anything in my daily life, anything in my routine, anything in the rhythm of today and tomorrow that I want to adjust when, when I go to bed or when I get up or when I eat or what I eat or how I eat or when I have devotions or whether I have devotions or any, any habits that I have that I'm thinking these need to go. So take a few minutes and ask God to speak to you and you speak to him, and then we'll, we'll go with each one. And kids are good at this. Kids can do it as well as adults can. So the next one is weekly. We go from the daily to the weekly. And my question, do you keep Shabbat? Shabbat means rest, Sabbath rest. Do you have a time of rest when you're... uh, Rather than you you don't you' you're not on the job seven hour seven days a week uh we we need rest God rested God rested on the seventh day, and so we need rest we uh that's the rhythm with eternity. do you get rest and do you meet regularly with God's people? That's a part of the rest is to get uh refurbished and reconditioned by being with the people of God? How could your week be more productive? Is there anything in the way you do your week that you would like to do differently? Is God making an adjustment in your week, in the way you do your week, that would be more satisfying or more God-honoring? Take a moment. Just think about that. Another couple minutes, then we'll move on to the next one. Then we go to monthly. I know some people who take a day a month for reflection. I haven't done that, but it sounds like a wonderful idea. And so my question is, do you take time to reflect? Would you say that your priorities what's most important, that you're living by your priorities. You give time to your priorities. Sometimes because of demands upon us, we don't give time to our priorities. We give time to other people's priorities or a business priority. So would you say that your priorities are in order and that you're able to live by the priorities that God has given you? Are you? Are first things first? That's another way of asking it. Are first things first? Now, are you able to live that way? So, take a few minutes. Okay, then finally, uh, we're we're at the turn of the year. And let's look at that just briefly. Are there things, uh, this this would be a good season to repent, uh, uh, the turn of a year. And it would be good to say, God, are there things that you would like me to repent of, that I need to repent of? that I need to change, any relationships that are out of order, any activities that are out of order, anything that I'm doing that you want to put your hand on and say no, anything that I need to let go or anything I need to take on. This is a great time for change to happen. And don't be discouraged by my word that you can't because God, if, when you say I can't, God's right in there to say I'm helping you. I'll make it happen in your life. So on a yearly way, and, and you're thinking right now, are there decisions that you need to make that uh, could change the way you live? It could change your future. And as you, as you think about that, you pray for uh, Lydia House. We'll be meeting as a board. We meet every year, this time of year. So we'll be meeting later this month with uh, Tim as our president, uh, Tim Bentley, and then we have two others that will join us to help us uh, walk forward with, with Lydia House. So you, as you pray for yourself, please pray for us and for what God has for us. Take a moment. Do you want to? Do want to say something? Gideon
3: is going to share something. Today I am going to. Well, uh like today I'm going to say a p- prayer, and it's going to go like this. Um. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His shi- and may His face shine upon you, in the name of the Father and, and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: That's wonderful. That's Amen. really wonderful. You know, when you do that, if you want, you can even put your hand up like that when you say it. You want to try it again, and you can put your hand up and say it when you do yeah. it. Let's try it that way. Put your okay. ha- put one hand up. Yeah. Okay. Say it now.
3: Um. Uh. May the Lord, dear Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Uh uh-huh. May His face shine upon you. The name of the Holy Spirit.
1: The Father.
3: Oh, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. I'll take that blessing. Did you, Anything else that you want to say or are you done?
3: I guess I'll say a little bit more.
1: A little bit more? Okay. Yeah. mm Um so
3: mm. Now this is going to be a little bit different r- what I from what I did um. Uh, okay. yeah it's um I'm just going to say something Yeah. Now I want you to think
1: about my prayer I said for you guys. If you want to think about it for a while, you're welcome, and then you can come back if you want to. Yeah. If you want to do that. Thank you for the benediction. That was special. I'll take that, benediction. Yeah. So, uh, we got those four. So anybody want to share anything? Any, anything that you wrote down? That uh, we just had the benediction, by the way. That, that end of the service. That was it. That was the end of the service. Thank. You.